In today's episode, I want to talk about one thing that seems to be missing from a lot of exercise programs, exercise routines, but this one thing can actually make a big difference when it comes to pain relief, especially if you have lower extremity arthritis, meaning foot and ankle, knee, hip, and even up into the lower back. The good thing is this one thing can actually be very simple to incorporate into your daily routine. So let's get into it. You're listening to the Adventuring with Osteoarthritis podcast. Do you want to learn how to live an active life with osteoarthritis? Hear inspiring stories from others just like you and find out the best ways to naturally tackle joint pain. This podcast has you covered. There are so many possibilities that your healthcare provider may not be telling you about and surgery isn't always the answer. This podcast is not medical advice. Now... Here's your host, doctor of physical therapy and osteoarthritis specialist, Alyssa Kewen. If we haven't met before, my name's Alyssa and I'm a doctor of physical therapy and I primarily specialize in helping people with osteoarthritis. And after treating and seeing hundreds of people, whether they have mild osteoarthritis or severe bone-on-bone osteoarthritis, this one particular set of movements can be incredible when it comes to unlocking not only pain relief, but it allows walking to become easier, stairs to become easier, and can help to skyrocket your confidence. And this one thing is actually balance. Now, before you say, oh, my balance is great, balance is more than just being able to stand maybe one foot in front of the other like you're on a balance beam which is a common balance exercise that's typically prescribed or being able to stand on one leg now there's a goal to be able to stand on one leg for at least 10 seconds that's a kind of a baseline when it comes to starting out in balance But if you think about it, if you're trying to say prevent a fall or just be more confident on your feet, a lot of times you're not just simply standing there and trying to only focus on your balance. Say, for example, if you're trying to go for a hike or walk on a trail, walk on an uneven surface, walk in the sand, a lot of times you're focusing on so many other things. There are many other distractions. But if we're only training balance, just standing there and you're trying to stare at one point on the wall and not lose your balance, then we're missing the mark. Another important thing when it comes to focusing on balance is in regards to allowing for joint support as you're doing certain activities. For example, when you're walking, again, you rely on your balance quite a bit. I like to think of it in a way of your balance is essentially made up of a bunch of team members. Now, these team members are your muscles primarily, and then there are other structures in your joint that help out as well. But when you're trying to walk, for example, and you have all of your weight on one foot, all of those muscles have to work together as a team to be able to keep you upright. If there are certain muscles that are tight, if there are certain muscles that are weaker than others, you have some imbalance, there is likely a delay that they're able to work, which then can lead to a loss of balance. In order to get all of these team members, all of these muscles working together, you have to practice, just like how a sports team practices. 
But standing on one leg and just focusing on standing one foot in front of the other may not be enough to get these team members to work together. They may not be enough to provide support. They may not be enough to provide actual pain relief. And if you think about it in a way that when you're trying to balance, there are distractions. And you essentially have to get these team members to be able to work in the presence of distractions. Just like if somebody's trying to shoot a free throw or you're trying to run a play in football, for example, but you have all these other fans, those are distractions. So we have to practice in that way as well. So one way you can do this, and this movement can actually be very humbling. So even if you think your balance is top-notch, I do highly recommend potentially trying this movement. Whenever I do higher level balance exercises, the whole goal is to challenge your balance, but sometimes it can be scary. So I like to stand in the corner of a wall because then you have support on both sides and you have support behind you. So if you're standing in the corner of a wall and facing out, this is a great way to really challenge your balance. And what you're going to do is you're going to grab an object that's anywhere around you. If you're in the car, obviously wait till you get home, but you can use a pillow. You can use a water bottle. You can use anything next to you that you can hand that you can hold in your hand. If you do want to take this a step further, you can also grab a weight, a dumbbell. I would start on the lighter end at about three to five pounds. And then, of course, you can go up from there. But what you're going to do is you're going to stand one foot in front of the other. You're going to take that object and you're just going to pass it back and forth between your hands. This serves as one way to help elicit a little bit of distraction. You're passing that weight back and forth. You may feel your weight shifting laterally, side to side, depending on how heavy the object is. As the object gets heavier, this movement gets harder. This is a great movement to practice, especially if you want to get back to, say, walking on cobblestone or being able to walk in the sand. This movement can be helpful to help gain some confidence on those uneven surfaces. You can also make this harder by standing on one foot and doing this as well. But this is one of my all-time favorite movements, and a lot of times it's just doing going for about 30 seconds on each side and then see if one side is harder than the other and then focus on that side a little bit more as you continue training. Now you can easily do this during the day about 30 seconds each time so that's a minute. I like to do this at least two or three times so you get the repetitions in but you can also add this into a workout So you can do this at the tail end of a workout. So balance is going to get more challenging as you're more fatigued. You can also do this as a warm-up to really get those muscles activated. And this goes for many other balance movements as well. One of my other favorite ones is if you have a resistance band, like those small circle resistance bands, those are probably going to work the best for this one. You can also use an object like a ball or something that you feel comfortable throwing and being able <clears throat> being able to throw and catch with the with one hand. What you're now going to do is instead of just passing the object back and forth, now you're going to throw it up and catch it in the other hand. 
You can also bounce it in front of you if, say, it's a tennis ball or something that you're able to bounce and catch. Because this adds a degree of unpredictability. <clears throat> Excuse me. A degree of unpredictability, meaning you have to react. Same way if you have a dog, say, and they're running at you, and you have to react to keep your balance. You have to make a decision. You have to be able to catch yourself. This can be a way to train that. There are really simple ways that you can take your balance movements up a notch to really see pain relief in some actual activities. I do recommend starting with the basics first, being able to stand one foot in front of the other and then being able to stand on one leg at least four or five to ten seconds. But we don't stop there. And that's the most important part. If you want to see arthritis relief, if you want to see the power that truly balance holds, I would highly recommend trying these higher level balance movements. Now, I do have quite a few different routines on my YouTube channel that incorporate these higher level balance movements in a follow along type workout. So if you just search Dr. Alyssa Kewen, last name, or I'll spell it out, A-L-Y-S-S-A-K-U-H-N, balance on YouTube, you'll see a few balance routines come up. I will also put links down in the show notes below to a few of my favorite videos that range from beginning balance and then up into higher level balance. Because I often find a lot of people are like, wow, I thought my balance was good. And then I tried these certain movements and wow, I need to work on it. So even if you feel like you can stand on one foot for 10 seconds, I highly recommend at least trying some of these higher level balance movements to see just how good your balance really is. Also, if you can stand on one foot for say 10 seconds, but are still experiencing pain, maybe still having a hard time walking on uneven surfaces, this could be what you need. So I would highly recommend at least going to try those, see how it feels for you, because you may actually be surprised how much pain relief it can bring. Now, of course, strength training is also incredibly important, but it's important to also include some balance, at least one or two balance movements into your routine to really maximize that benefit so you can adventure because here at keep the adventure alive our goal is to help you make your adventures possible make whatever it is you need to feel happy whatever you want to be able to do we're going to make that possible so check out those balance videos down in the show notes below and i'll check you on the next episode Thanks for listening to the Adventuring with Osteoarthritis podcast. If this podcast has brought you hope and inspiration, make sure to hit the subscribe button and leave a review. Also, if you're looking for more information on how to start your own arthritis adventure, head to www.keeptheadventurealive.com or follow me on YouTube by searching Alyssa Arthritis Adventure. That's A-L-Y-S-S-A arthritis adventure. We'll see you next time.